This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, February 20th, 2021. This week in security news, more than 11 million counterfeit 3M N95 masks have been seized by the Department of Homeland Security in recent weeks, and suspected victims of the scam include hospitals and medical facilities in at least 12 states. Authorities say they have contacted around 6,000 hospitals, clinics, and others who may have accidentally purchased the fake masks, advising them to stop using them and to contact DHS immediately. As many as 1.9 million counterfeit 3M masks were shipped to about 40 hospitals in Washington State alone. Casey Sauer, the president and chief executive of the Washington State Hospital Association, said that Washington State hospitals bought hundreds of thousands of the fraudulent masks and the association itself purchased 300,000 for its members. Just weeks ago, the Cleveland Clinic issued a statement saying that a portion of its N95 mask supply used by their health system since November were also counterfeit and not effective as respirators. According to DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, one million counterfeit N95 masks were confiscated on Wednesday of this week at a warehouse in western Maryland. The seizure comes as part of a larger investigative effort known as Operation Stolen Promise. Launched in April of last year, the goal of the effort is to protect the homeland from the increasing and evolving threat posed by COVID-19-related fraud and criminal activity. This includes seizure of shipments of mislabeled, fraudulent, unauthorized, or prohibited COVID-19 test kits, treatment kits, homeopathic remedies, purported antiviral products, as well as all manner of knockoffs and substandard personal protective equipment. So far, in partnership with border officials, the FDA, and FBI, $33 million in phony products have been seized and more than 230 persons arrested. The fake masks that were seized this week have the 3M stamp on them and are shipped in boxes that say Made in the USA, although they are not. According to Steve Francis, director of the Intellectual Property Rights Coordination Center, an element of Immigration and Customs Enforcement, the knockoff masks are all produced in China. Quoting Francis, they're extremely dangerous. They're providing a false sense of security for our first-line responders and to American consumers. Officials are urging consumers to be cautious when purchasing N95 masks. Do not confuse them with KN95 masks, which meet standards in China but are not certified by the U.S. National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health. Typical hallmarks of knockoffs include grammatical errors or typos on packaging and user instructions, loose-fitting straps, odd smells, poor construction, and lack of the NIOSH seal. Next up, in public health news, as of the time of this report's preparation Friday evening, there were more than 495,000 deaths in the U.S. attributed to the SARS-CoV-2 virus. More than 59,000 are currently hospitalized, and a mixture of mask mandates and social restrictions remain in place across the nation. Listeners are reminded that the CDC now requires the wearing of face masks while on public transportation and at transportation hubs. Hospitalizations and deaths as a result of the coronavirus continue in Europe, with many nations back in lockdown mode. This is leading to growing levels of civil unrest and public demonstrations. In light of the ongoing pandemic and threats of more contagious coronavirus variants from Britain, South Africa, and Brazil, on Friday of this week, 19 members of the House Oversight Committee warned that President Joe Biden's illegal immigration policies could create a COVID health crisis on the border. The letter, sent by ranking member James Comer and 18 other members, expressed their concerns about a looming health crisis, saying, quote, We are particularly concerned that the Biden administration's actions could soon lead to a health crisis at the border and surrounding communities, 
causing widespread COVID-19 infections and fatalities. To prevent overcrowding and ensure children do not spend more than 72 hours in custody, border personnel are forced to quickly process those family units under Title VIII, issue notices to appear in immigration court, and release them into the interior without any quarantine or COVID-19 testing. In travel security news, listeners are reminded that the Department of Homeland Security has extended the restrictions on non-essential cross-border travel with Canada and Mexico through March 21st. Additionally, the CDC now requires all air passengers entering the United States, including U.S. citizens and legal permanent residents, to present a negative COVID-19 test taken within three calendar days of departure or proof of recovery from the virus within the last 90 days. Just two weeks ago, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced that air travelers entering Canada will now be forced into mandatory hotel quarantine at their own expense in order to await results of a COVID test. Trudeau says that the new requirement is part of a suite of measures designed to keep Canadians at home as the government is increasingly concerned about the risk of new COVID variants that appear to be more transmissible and more deadly. Listeners are also once again reminded that a U.S. government-issued worldwide caution remains in place, warning of the continuing threat of terrorism, political violence, and criminal activity globally. With all this in mind, if you are still planning travel abroad, regardless of the destination, AlertUSA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website as well as that of the CDC for safety, security, and health considerations. In addition to U.S. government travel guidance, AlertUSA also recommends taking a few minutes to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens as threats, assessments, and travel restrictions can and do vary. You can find more on these and other stories in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. Extra resources included in this week's issue are PDF guidance documents from the National Counterterrorism Center on tactics and mitigation strategies for vehicle-borne attacks, best practices for vehicle screening against terrorist tactics, as well as vehicle-borne improvised explosive device preparedness, recognition, and response. If you are not already a Threat Journal subscriber, simply visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. The publication is free, and you will immediately be sent an email with a link to the latest issue and these resources. AlertUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an AlertUSA Threat Journal Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, February 20th, 2021.